This is episode 194 of the Twim Show. I'm your host, Sajid, and today I'm going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of January 8th through 12th, 2024. First up, today we have um, an update from Google's Danny Sullivan, where he had basically posted on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, where he said there is no such thing as a perfect page formula for search rankings. And what he is trying to say over there that, you know, Back in the early days of SEO, SEO uh, there were all these things uh, that arose from white, there were all these like you know myths or a widespread beliefs uh, that says you know you need to have a particular word count, page structure, optimizations, blah blah blah, and then there were third-party tools that are pushing this. However, there is nothing of that sort. Now, what he's trying to say is like, you know, since there is no magical formula, what you need to be focused on was prioritizing or creating helpful content. And, you know, if you've been following our show, you know, I've been always talking about that and I've been always pushing for that. Uh, Again, I'm I'm someone who is a student of the Google University or Google, what Google pushes out versus what the SEO industry is saying, what they're trying to sell, or even what the third-party tools are, you know, trying to push. So coming down to all these things, all I want to say is that you know there is no such thing as perfect SEO formula. There's nothing else. All those things that you can do, which is domain authority, domain, uh, which was something covered in the last episode. Uh, again, it wasn't that I chose to cover it. It's just something you know Google shared, and I thought bring it to you guys does not matter, right? Focus on creating good quality content and you will be ranked. Let's jump into the next one. And along the same lines, and this is why I wanted to take this apart and create its own update for this week is that, you know, Danny Sullivan in the same Twitter thread or X thread, what he said that author bylines do not impact search rankings. And this is something he is, uh, something he is repeating after what John Mueller said back in September 20, 2021. So that's like almost two and a half years ago where John Mueller said that, you know, look, author bylines are not a requirement for Google search. Uh, and that time he didn't come out and say, it doesn't matter, I do not do it. Uh, but this time, Danny Sullivan is saying, look, a lot of people, a lot of SEO tools are saying, you know, hey, you need to have this author bio, author byline. And if you do that, Google is going to think this is a more, you know, trusted uh, source and of such you know we will uh, go ahead and rank it higher but uh, Danny Sullivan is saying look author bylines aren't something aren't something you do for Google and they don't help you rank better so this basically is going contrary to what everyone is saying that you know hey author byline is going to influence your Google search ranking um, so then he further explained, uh, Danny, that publications with author bylines may exhibit other characteristics that align with Google's criteria for useful content and the byline themselves do not contribute to better rankings. Uh, and I think that kind of settles this whole confusion about author, author's byline. The other thing I want to point out is that there's this such thing as EAT. Right, Google's EEAT or EAT, which is uh, expertise, experience, authoritiveness, and trustworthy. Now, a lot of people probably connected these two dots with saying, hey, if we have a byline, author byline, with about an author bio, and if we do this thing, then it kind of gives us, like, you know, Google's going to give us um, trustworthiness. And that's according, that's what I think happened. And basically, they created this author byline. 
I think Google gets his signal from other sources. Uh, probably, you know, if they look up my name, Sajid, and they keep on saying I'm talking about other Twim show, talking about digital marketing updates, then chances are I'm going to rank higher in a very different way than probably someone who just creates this big page of author byline, like, you know, hey, I know all these things. And this is, again, uh, not something from Google directly. This is something me connecting the dots and how probably people came to this conclusion where if you, you need you need to have an author byline page or author author page and that will give you more higher um, ranking okay anyway enough of this let's jump to the next one um, so this one is an interesting one where John Miller basically offered suggestions on how to recover from a Japanese keyword hack uh, on Reddit. So again the main main thing from here that you need to take away was that you know, Hacks happen uh, in this case. Obviously, it was, a, I believe, a WordPress site that got hacked where the um, the hackers uh, added like about 20,000 pages um, without their knowledge and with some foreign characters, whether it's Japanese or Chinese. And then, then suddenly those 20,000 pages got indexed by Google. So Mueller's advice for recovery begins with identifying how the breach occurred. It's crucial to understand, understand the vulnerability that allowed the hack to ensure it is properly secured. He also suggested considering automatic updates or switching to hosting platforms that handle security as a potential solutions. So folks, this is why security is very of utmost importance. Now, moving on, what for SEO implications, Mueller advised that once a site's most important pages are cleaned or of unwanted content, they can be re-indexed quickly. He reassured that old hacked pages, if not visible to users, do not pose immediate problems and can remain indexed for months without issue. Importantly, Mueller clarified that spammy backlinks pointing to these uh, invis invisible index pages do not require disavowing. Instead, the focus should be on cleaning up the site's visible content, preventing such internal search results from being indexed. Regarding the issue of spammy backlinks causing internal search pages to be indexed, Mueller clarified that this was separate from the hacking issue. He recommended against disavowing the links as the pages would naturally drop from the search results over time, proactively blocking search results from indexing using methods like robot.txt or noindex is advice for both new and existing sites to prevent exploitation by spammers. Now, this is where I, uh, I disagree with Mueller because if there are, say, uh, if your site has un content on your site that's hacked or that's you know you don't want on your site and people are pointing to it eventually people you're going to get a bad reputation imagine market and grow is our brand and if there were results coming up and people are jumping into our sites and there there were like these foreign characters and you do not know what these characters mean like 20,000 pages is are a lot of pages right you need a complete cleanup and you need a cleanup right away now i understand Mueller is coming from the angle of seo google saying you know hey do not panic clean up maybe the home page where you have foreign characters things like that. You do not know what kind of content is being hosted on your domain, whether I do not know whether it's terrorist activity or whether it's like, you know, things you can get into legal trouble is what I'm trying to say. And you may not intentionally do it and you are going to keep it. Maybe there is some uh, copyrighted content, right? And now you're going to get sued. Now you would have to do all those things. So anything can happen as soon as you find it. I think, you know, rather than talking, I mean, obviously you want to be in you want to clean it up from the angle of SEO, but you want to remove it as soon as possible. It's like having, uh, you know, a disease within inside of you and not taking care of it. And you know, it doesn't get 
better over time, right? If you need to remove something, you need to remove it right away as fast as you can. And obviously the best thing is prevention is better than cure. So you want to make sure your gates are locked. You have layered security, uh, layered approach when it comes to security of your website, your digital assets, and you should be good to go. Okay, let's jump into the next one. Now, Google's updated guidance on search snippets. Google has recently updated its documentation to clarify how its algorithm selects snippets for search results. Traditionally, it was believed that the snippet in search results, which consists of title, URL, breadcrumb, and brief description, was derived mainly from the meta description of a web page. However, Google updated guidance indicates that the primary source of the snippet is the page content itself, not the structured data or the meta description. And I can attest to that because I've seen search snippets showing up and I'm clicking on it, it's actually a content that's within the page, not on the meta descriptions. And this is way before this has come out. I've just, you know, every time I see something in the search snippet, uh, I need to learn more. I just go check it out. Um, so this is, I think Google is not BSing us. They are not lying. Again, if, if I have to choose between something coming out of Google versus a third party who's an outsider just making, uh, you know, kind of coming to a conclusion based on their observation, I'd rather listen to Google. Like I have to listen to either or. I might as well listen to Google. At least I can say, hey, this is what Google said. I go by what Google said. Okay, uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, so we talked about Google uh, Chrome turning off cookie for 1% of the Chrome users, which we talked about Chrome turning off cookie for 1% of their users, um, third-party cookie by that means, on January 4th. And I believe it was covered in the last episode. In anyway, now Google is saying, you know, a lot of businesses are probably getting affected. So they're offering a limited deprecation trial to allow websites and businesses additional time to migrate away from third-party cookie dependencies. Now keep in mind, Chrome plans to remove all third-party cookies uh, by quarter three of 2024. So that's probably by end of September. Now, if you sign up for this deprecation trial, uh, then obviously you have till December 27, 2024 to still use a third-party cookie. There's a strict requirements. The link to sign up is in our show notes page, so go check it out. But all I want to do is uh, bring it to you that, you know, obviously third-party cookies are going away. Uh, if you really want to change or you think you're going to be affected, then you can sign up for the deprecation trial. You have to report some things. This is, there are some requirements. Uh, and you can continue to use it, but it's not like, oh, Let's just use it and let's just see Google is going to change their mind. I don't think Google is going to do it because the penalty that they're going to face by having third-party cookies is much higher than what they a few dollars here and there they're going to make from the advertisers. Okay, next up, uh, Google Search Control uh, Console has retired the crawl rate tool uh, uh, and it's been removed officially. There's nothing else. It's basically, and we covered this when it was announced, uh, basically now Google is going to do based on, uh, you know, they're going to access your site and they're going to basically see how fast it responds, whether it's available or not. And then based on that, they're going to change their, uh, how, how often they're going to visit your website. So then what it comes down to is the fact that you need to continue to publish content at a regular cadence. Google bot knows when to come. That's the main point over here. Uh, Evolving role of hashtags on LinkedIn. Uh, this is a report from Social Media Today himself by Andrew Hutchinson. Uh, this is not an announcement from LinkedIn itself, but basically what it's saying is that while LinkedIn does support hashtags, it's not really a virality tool. It's not like, you know, LinkedIn, you should, you must use hashtags. Hashtags allows you to, um, how do you say, find content, um, 
let me see my notes. It allows you to find contents uh, as well as viewers to easily identify what a post is about and find related posts. That's what it means. Okay. And it should be closely related to the topic of the post to be most effective. Uh, LinkedIn also considers conversation topics and keywords to surface relevant information. Uh, so basically what it means is that LinkedIn is now less reliant on hashtags for maximizing discovery. And that's the main thing. So do not get hung up with uh, hashtags. Most of the content we post or I post does not have hashtags. Sometimes, you know, we use generative AI and it will suggest us some hashtags and we will go with it. But it does not mean that we go out of our way, spend hours on using hashtags and finding hashtags and using the right hashtags because it's going to give our content more reach, more virality, things like that. Next up, and the last update, oh no, not the second to last update of this week is that, uh, you know, X has the platform formerly known as Twitter has part now, you know, solidified the partnership with Shopify, which basically means that uh, Shopify users will, or products will be able uh, to be shown on X's uh, newsfeed. That's all, uh, nothing new, nothing uh, art chattering. Shopify has this kind of partnership with TikTok, it's with X now. Next up, uh, Microsoft has this new AI cre ad creation tool uh, called the Creative Studio Element that's powered by Generative AI. The only thing you need to know about this is that you give this the link to your product page and it's going to create banner ads for you. It's amazing. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Amazon has something uh, in the works or it's in beta or something like that a few weeks ago that it announced Folks, we are in the in the era of generative AI, so everyone's going to have one. Uh, and you can use it to create a product ad for yourself or maybe use it to create, a, use your competitor's product to create an ad or use someone else's to create an ad, things like that. Okay, with that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Uh, this is your Sajid signing off. Until next week, take care. Bye-bye.